This is the Generation Gap, presented by me, Claudia, and him, Clive. Hello. In this programme, we are going to explore differences and similarities of being a teenager now and in past generations. I am a 21st century girl, and Clive is a baby boomer. That is a teenager in the late 60s and early 70s. What are the differences and similarities in the way that we live our lives? We are going to try and find out. This is the Generation Gap Show on 92.6 FM Radio Verulam. Yeah, hello, good evening. It's uh, nine o'clock on Thursday evening, so time for the Generation Gap. Hello, how are you all doing tonight? Yep, and uh, that's Claudia, of course, and I'm Clive. And uh, we're going to be talking about something interesting tonight, as usual. And tonight we're going to be talking about sleep. Sleep? Yes, the sort of art of sleeping, the science of sleeping, and why people are not getting enough sleep, according to psychologists. And as it's psychologists said this, it must be true. Of course, they are very clever, you know. So I understand. Anyway, let's get. I want to talk about uh, sleep. Now, obviously, um, we all do that. We all go to sleep in the evening. There's been lots of articles I've seen recently which are saying that people are not getting enough sleep these days. And obviously, that's a judgment that you need a certain amount of sleep. And we can discuss why that might be. Um, but uh, the argument is that people these days are obviously watching television, watching their computers, um, re- their phone, I think, is a particular distraction, and so people check their phone. Apparently, um, I saw something which said that people check their phone 150 times a day. Now, I have a phone, obviously, and I do check it quite often, but I don't reckon I get anywhere near 150 times a day. I think maybe I might check it, I don't know, 15, 20 times, perhaps. Uh, you might be surprised. There is, You can get an app for it, obviously, which counts how many times you actually switch your phone on. I haven't tried that. But I don't think I don't think in your case you don't really have a life with your phone. I have a spiritual connection with my phone, if you know what I mean. I I just I have to if I want to talk to someone I need my phone. If I want to check the time I see my phone. It's just my phone is like my personal assistant. Like it just it just makes sense. Well, this ought to be very much a generation difference, of course, that uh, all you millennials are out there, and the phone is kind of fitted in your hand. And it's one of the things. Of course, I put mine in my pocket or something like that. But a lot of people don't do that. It's just in your hand the whole time. And I wonder if people are going to evolve maybe to have a sort of special hand-shaped phone in future. Mm, I'm not sure about that one. I mean, I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm just saying that that's the way we live our lives today, with the phones in need. Okay, but if I can talk to you as a psychologist, that is okay. you, not me, of course. Um, and these thing I think, is, is the sort of uh, the reason you check your phone is because you think you're missing something out. Someone may have texted you, someone may have sent you a message, someone may have put something on Facebook and you want to look at it. Um, and that's that seems to be the, the thing. So it's a kind of, um, it's a worry that somehow you're missing out. And it, it's an anxiety thing, really, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose I see where you're coming from. Um, but also, I think it's just a way that we live our lives today. I mean, my mum sends me out and says, take your phone and pick up the phone when I call you. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. So it's also a security thing to make sure that you can be found if you if you have a phone. 
Yeah, no, well, there's lots of reasons. But anyway, so the point is that people are checking their phones for messages and so on late at night and then later and later and they just keep going and suddenly realise it's particularly late and they don't go to bed till, you know, I don't know, midnight or afterwards. Um, and the general thought is that obviously um, younger people like yeah. you should be getting more sleep than you are because you probably have to get up quite early in the morning to go off to um, university, for example. Mm-hmm. And I have two millennials at home, of course, who have to do that. And so I know they're always up far too late from my point of view. Um, but anyway, there's a reason that you obviously need an amount of sleep. And I guess you probably know more about it than I do. But yes. it's really to do with your your brain has to sort of catch up with the day and process things that it's learnt during the day and file them away. And again, I'm not trying to make it sound too much like a computer. Everyone uses that analogy, and we both agree that it's not a good one. But it is basically that sort of thing that your brain does have to sort of deal with everything it's learnt in the last daytime. I mean, your brain needs time to reboot and needs to store your uh, uh, memories. And also oxygen, you need a lot of oxygen in your brain to keep it going. So that's kind of the time where you do get that. And moods and emotions you have to kind of regulate the moods and keep them in check and in place and creativity of course um you know everything you use your brain for it it does need a break at some point so you do need sleep you do definitely need sleep i'm sure we do anyway but the point is that some people um they reckon that you need so many hours a minimum and so on yes. people just aren't getting that as a student i am um, it's advised for me to have seven hours of sleep mm-hmm. at least and uh, children are definitely need eight hours of sleep, if not more. They definitely need more sleep because um, children grow when they sleep, basically. So they grow and obviously um, they're so new, children notice everything. So they kind of need that time to store everything they've learned as well, like you said. Right. OK, well, that's interesting. So anyway, I'll um, come into some of this that's the sort of psychological discussion and that's the scientific thing about what your brain's doing when you're sleeping um, and what I've found is that there's a new book which I've got the review I haven't read the book but I've got some details from it um, which is suggesting that there are different types of people in terms of how you sleep or how you should sleep and different ways you might organize your day and I found this really quite interesting idea yes that's Radio Vera 92.6 FM here in St Albans and we love St Albans don't we we do, we do indeed. Anyway, we're talking this evening about sleep and um, particularly, obviously, you've probably all seen things about uh, how people are not having enough sleep and um, suggesting that people need certain numbers of hours. I've actually seen figures suggesting that students, for example, Claudia, should have 10 hours sleep, which I think is probably pushing it a bit. No, uh, I think there is, as much as you can't, you have to have a, l- a certain amount of sleep, you can't have too much sleep. Too much sleep is going to make you tired. Yeah, I think I agree with that. Anyway, I want to go into this um, whole thing about um, the way sleep works. Um, and particularly, there's a, this book that is by a guy called Michael Brewis. And it's called The Power of When, by the way, um, just if you want to look it up. Um, he has um, done a lot of research into sleep. And he's decided that there's four types of people in the world, which he's described with animal names as bears, lions, wolves and dolphins. And each one represents a so-called chronotype that describes your body's natural sleep habits and energy patterns. And not knowing to act like a wolf when you're really a bear, he says, can help you have less painful wake-ups, fewer after-lunch slumps and more productive work days overall. So this is one of those lifestyle guidance things, really, disguised about sleep. But it's quite interesting. So first of all, you've got to decide which 
which one you are. I was about to say, which one am I? Which one? Well, I'm afraid I don't know about your sleep patterns, dear, so I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll go with the dolphin just for the spirituality. Well, let's just run through quickly if I can uh, just summarise this. So bears. Okay, bears are 50 to 55% of the population, so most people are bears. And they're the get-it-done group, he says. They have normal sleep routines, but they may not get quite enough sleep. Um, so, I don't know, that sounds a bit like me, probably. Um, okay. Then lions, they wake up without an alarm and it's usually still dark outside. They're type A personalities, so kind of, you know, those get-up-and-go mm -hmm. type people. And they typically are sending emails before most people are awake. And about they represent about 15% of the population. Not me. So those are your CEOs and your very... Um... Dynamic super people, yes, yes that's right. Um, so... I'm not categorising you in that one, but I, I may be wrong. Um, wolves represent 15-20% of the population. They have mornings and usually hit the snooze button multiple times. They hate mornings, sorry. And usually hit the snooze button multiple times. They're late to work and usually on their third cup of coffee by 9 o'clock in the morning. And they tend to go hard on caffeine in the mornings to overcome their wolfishness, he explains. So I think I know mm. people like that, but it's not kind of, not, again, not quite me. It's not quite me either. No, I think that's probably true. Because you do get up quite early to go off, don't you, in the mornings yes. to... Um... And although you might think I'm late to certain things sometimes, <laughs> um, I'm actually quite an on-time person. And I, when I know I have to do something, I'll get up. Yeah. You have to go and catch an aeroplane or something. Right. Yeah. Okay, and the final lot are dolphins, who are anxious people who have irregular sleep schedules. And he estimates one in ten people are dolphins. And they often are self-diagnosed as insomniacs and send emails all night long. Right. Well, I think on that basis, uh, I'm going to put myself as a bear because I basically have uh, sort of generally the same kind of sleep pattern. And I actually know what sleep pattern I have because I've been measuring it with a little app on my phone for the last few weeks. Nice. Um, it's all terribly complicated, but basically uh, when you sleep, you sleep in patterns of about 90-minute cycles. And that cycle goes from being awake or nearly awake through to a sort of gentle sleep and then to a deep sleep. And as you said earlier about your REM, eye, rapid eye movements, um, I think that's when you're in the deep sleep mode is when you actually um, end up in that sort of form. So um, this is quite interesting. And I can tell you, therefore, I've actually had about well, more than seven hours sleep on average over the last month or so. So I'm doing quite well. Um, and then uh, this app's actually quite clever. It shows you a pattern of how you've been awakened um, in the, if you wake up in the night, which most people do actually at mm. some point. You may you may just wake up briefly and just turn over and go back to sleep, or you may wake up and not get back to sleep for a while, whatever, if your brain's a bit too active at that time. But the best sort of sleep cycle, according to this um, app, is that you have several periods of the 90-minute cycles of basically um, light light awakeness sort of thing and then through to being in a deep sleep and also when you're in deep sleep or when i'm in a deep sleep apparently i snore because this thing actually checks when i'm snoring because it listens to me and tells me when i've been snoring interesting isn't it it's definitely not an app for me <laughs> um, you know i don't like these things no i set it as an as an example just to see if i was getting sort of uh, seven hours plus sleep a night and i do manage that did it tell times. you you're a bear it didn't tell me I was a bear because it's not linked oh. to the same system. Okay. Anyway, let's look at bears because I think we're probably both bears, to be honest. And what he suggests is a morning routine. So I'll just do the morning routine. We'll perhaps come back to some of the other bits a bit later. Um, 
up at 7am, that's me kind of not really, I sort of wake up then, but I don't necessarily get out of bed at that time. Um, wake up and get your blood flowing with 10 minutes of stretching. So you've got to jump out of bed and do some exercises. Mm. Have a light breakfast, which he suggests is fruit, yogurt, nuts and a 16 ounce glass of water. Mm, that sounds a bit millennial to me. No, that's good because that's all your antioxidants and all your brain food and all your things that you need to eat to keep you going throughout the day. And he suggests that at that time, as part of your morning routine, the first 15 minutes you should spend planning your day. And no. Th- and then you can have that first cup of coffee. How about that? See, I can't... I, that's a little bit... See, no, I'm definitely not in this category then because I like my sleep a lot. I like when I wake up, I need to get ready and go. Like, I have no time to be planning or having coffee or anything like that. Okay, we'll see if we can find that in the other ones later. And only get better. And of course they can. What a good, positive, upbeat sort of thing. That's what you need to wake up to every morning, I reckon, isn't it? Of course. Why wouldn't you? Anyway, if you're a bear, and we haven't decided whether you're a bear or not. I don't think I am. Okay. Um, The one thing which I react to, and certainly I can sort of really think is is me, is your peak working hours. And it says here from 11am to 6pm, you can kick off your first period of high alertness with something that takes lots of focus at it basically 11 o'clock in the morning. And then have an early lunch about noon, give you an extra bit of energy. About two o'clock, your energy will start to ebb again, but you'll still be in a great mood. Time for some meetings, brainstorming, and a little protein snack to get you through the afternoon. Um, and then after work, six o'clock till 10 o'clock, exercise. After your workout, wind down for a light dinner, and period after dinner is prime time to socialise. Then power down all your devices at 10 o'clock, lights out by 11, and in bed. How about that? Okay, that's definitely not me. Definitely not you. Okay, well, um, we'll have a look at the other ones as we go along, and um, we'll get back to talk about lions and wolves later. Because we're human, we sleep, but it's not just us, is it? Other animals um, sleep as well, and birds, and fish, I guess. So what do you know about that? Oh, I know that dolphins, I know how dolphins sleep. Mm -hmm. They sleep in unihemispheric sleep. Of course they do. Unihemispheric sleep. (laughs) It's basically where half of the brain shuts down and the other half is alert. So basically, I I can imagine it's because of instinct. um, Animals in the um, ocean have to stay awake because they don't want to be attacked or, you know... Um, well, I think it's the same for most birds and other animals, yes. of course. So unlike, unlike us, they have to basically be alert all the time that someone's coming to try and eat them or something. Yes. Birds have a different reason for being asleep half of the time, and it's called micro-sleep and unihemispheric sleep as well, and drowsiness, I think. Mm-hmm. So um, birds have to fly long distances from hot, from cold countries to hot countries. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm flying in the studio. My hands yeah, are flying. Yeah, she's waving her hands around like she's flying at the moment. Right. <laughs> well, you know. Um, anyway, um, yeah, so when they're flying long distances, um, they have to make sure that the brain is alive, um, not, not alive, awake, because they have to make sure that they're still in the sky. Mm. But we do actually have that kind of sleep-ish as well because sometimes you know you can be sleepwalking well that's 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 not really that's um non non rapid eye movement sleep where you're um where you're actually awake but you're not awake 
But also, I mean, there's some people have jobs where they probably shouldn't be um, half asleep, but they are, and they keep working. I mean, I'm thinking things like long-distance lorry drivers. They're supposed to stop after so many hours and all that stuff. But you know they're just driving on and on because they want to get somewhere. And so they're probably a bit drowsy and whatever, And um, but they're still keeping those parts of the brain available that's actually making the car go in a straight line or keep on the road or whatever. Definitely not advisable, but we know people basically do that. Which yeah. is why there's big signs on the motorway saying, you know, stop. Yeah, stop and go to sleep. Yeah, definitely. Um, anyway, we do have to have a little bit of a shout out today. We have to shout out to Michael Bruce. Michael Bruce. For... Um, for inspiring you to take a look at sleep. Indeed, yes, it's very interesting. Um, very interesting. Yes, we'll, we'll, I'll cover the other bits in a minute. Lions and dolphins and wolves. Right. My personal shout out is to Paul Cavendish, and he's. If I see him at uni next time, he's probably going to tell me that I got all my sleep sleep um, facts wrong. <laughs> he's your tutor. Yes. Um, yeah. Basically. Well, I think he's doing quite a good job. You picked up. You picked up a few things. I reckon you probably know some of it. Yeah, yeah. hopefully he'll say the same thing. I'll concentrate on the bears because they have 50% of the population and I reckon I'm one of them. But we'll s- we haven't really worked out which one you are. I have worked it out. Yeah? So on Monday I'm a bear, on Tuesday I'm a wolf, on Wednesday I'm a lion and on Thursday I'm a dolphin. And then it just goes in a pattern. Trust you to make it complicated. <laughs> the point is when you're self um, self-analysing yourself... When you're analysing yourself, why make it complicated? Um, you kind of don't see it. So I don't know. I think I'm one of those on one day, and I'm one of the other ones on the other day. If I have to be alert, I will be a lion. If I have to, if I can press the snooze button, I will be a wolf. Okay. Well, I don't know whether that's a, a, allowed, as it were, but we'll have a look at that in a minute. What do you mean? Everything's allowed. <laughs> Everything's allowed. Yeah, absolutely. We love St Albans. Ninety-two point six FM. Radio Verulam. Yes, talking back about sleep, and this is really about the the different types of um, people in terms of these categories. Now, obviously, it's always one of these things. Someone's done some work and decided to define things, and they may not cover everybody. And uh, we're finding it quite difficult to fit you, Claudia, into this, aren't we? Yes. Okay, so we had bears, and bears are the majority of the population. I think I fit sort of into that. Uh, lions are the ones who basically wake up very early in the morning, jump out of bed, go off and do a bit of running and this sort of stuff. I can't see that being you. I, I think that is me on a regular day, on a day where I don't have anything anything to worry about. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I, do, I don't go for a run. I don't do running. But I do walk the dog in the mornings. And I do like getting up in the mornings because I feel like if I if I stay in bed for too long, then I just won't, won't leave. Okay, so maybe you're sort of a bit of a lion. Um, I think uh, it's also that this is about um, sort of the best time for you to work and do things, uh, you know, which need sort oh. of concentration. And this one suggests for lions that it's actually between 10 o'clock in the morning and 5 p.m. And of course, if you've woken up at 5.30 in the morning, 10 o'clock is actually quite a long time after that. <laughs> Um, so I don't know if that's how it it goes Um, maybe not then and it's all about things like um, you know eating and drinking various things which suggest to me kind of very trendy modern sort of diets you know microbiotic this I mean I do love my antioxidants yeah, it doesn't mention those specifically. It's also very much about when you drink your cup of coffee. Um, this one allows you to have your cup of coffee at 9 o'clock. Now, I know you don't drink coffee, do you? I don't you? drink coffee. So, actually, it doesn't apply to you. But what do you have instead? Tea. Tea. Well, 
Hell, very British. Jolly good. <laughs> Quite right, too. You've picked up the right habit. Um, and so then also, I, I guess, to me, I think it's when you eat your sort of meal at the end of day is one of those things that's quite important as well for this, isn't it? Because it's, um, some people have um, sort of tea at five, six o'clock in the evening and other people have a sort of dinner later so than that. So we have dinner later than that because I'm a very family-orientated person and everyone has to be in the house and eat together. So you wait till everyone's home. Yes. Yeah. Well, that makes it a bit later. And this is sort of suggesting that, um, you know, it's a dinner time would be anything up to 9.30. Gosh, that's a bit late. Yeah, Don't so mine I... would usually be about 7.30, 8 yeah. o'clock. Yeah, that's kind of, I think I'm the same as that pretty much. But I do like working in the night. I have to say that I do prefer working during the night time. Well, that's also the difference between sort of larks and owls, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> but I think it's also because I know that no one's going to bother me. So there's no one going to be calling me or no one's going to have something wanting done. So in the night time is the best, like, peace time where I can get my so work done. So basically you want some... Because can you, can you work serious work sort of with radio on and television on as well? Yes. You can. Yes. I, in fact, I prefer it when the um, television is on. See, that's a big divide between me and you in terms of, I think, generational thing. I just absolutely mm. cannot do something. I guess it's working on radio. If the radio's on, I'm listening to it. I don't actually switch it off, as it were, in my mind, even though it's there. Yeah. So I have to have it quiet as well. I do think it's very bad, though. It's very bad. I have to train myself to get out of that habit because, for example, um, exams, they're still done in complete silence. And, you know, um, even though you're not listening to something, I can tune it out. However, it's still in your subconsciousness somewhere. You still kind of have to pay attention to it somehow. So I just, I, I need to train myself to get out of this, basically. New okay. year, new me. <laughs> okay. Well, I think that um, it's easier probably to some extent to eliminate you from the different categories. I don't think you're a wolf. The wolves are the ones who hate mornings and, you know, just keep putting the snooze button, late to work, don't really like um, getting up in the morning at all and have lots of cups of coffee to wake themselves up. But like I said, I do I do feel like I'm a wolf in certain times. For example, I have a project due in tomorrow and I still need to finish it off as such and I just don't want to do it. So today I would have really loved to stay in bed and just kind of have the day off to like be doing, you know, um, stuff. But that's just an avoidance strategy. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Okay. Indeed. But that's but that's not my personality type on a usual basis. No, no, I think not. And, and I don't think you're a dolphin either, because dolphins basically are insomniacs and so on and send emails all night long. Although you just said, of course, that you can work late. Yeah, but I'm not sure about this whole email thing. I'm not sending emails, I'm just working. Well, it's, that's just a typical example of what work is involving, I suppose. Um, now, I don't know. I'm a cross between a dolphin and a lion. Yeah, okay. A cross between a dolphin and a lion that'd be a strange creature indeed wouldn't it um, maybe that does cover you yes I don't know um, there's also about um, things if it's late at night you want to do some work what you should do is grab a banana it doesn't say eat it, it just says grab it I don't know why um, and head to yoga class High in, don't have a high intensity workout which might wind you up and keep you awake even longer so basically it's saying that you do need something to distract you a bit from that who's this? this is the um, this is the wolf oh okay um, no, I do definitely agree that you should definitely do some sort of exercise after long hard work. Maybe not a a too um, demanding exercise, but something to change your surroundings, change your thought patterns, and just have some quiet time. Going out to walk the dog in the evening as well, maybe. 
Yes. Absolutely. Not when it's cold, though. And also, how about, I mean, winding down all your gadgets? Do you do that? We said earlier about people obsessed with their phones, and you did say you were pretty obsessed with your phone. Yes. So do you turn it off? I mean, I don't actually turn my phone off at all. I mean, I just... Of course you don't, because you have your thing monitoring your sleep. Well, that's true, actually, as I didn't mean that. But the point about it is that, you, you know, um, you can literally turn things off. So I, I actually can. I am, I'm actually quite good at turning stuff off. And, I mean, I've I've deleted all my social media at one point. I'm, I proved I can do it. I can live without it. But, um, but the thing is, it's hard. It's difficult, isn't it? Mm. And also, if you go to bed late, you just don't have time to be thinking about turning off the phone. And also, I personally, this is a really bad thing. I set my alarm clock on my phone. Yes. So I have to look at my phone in the morning, and it's really bad. I, I want to get out of that habit as well. See, bad habits, like... Well, I think all of these are consistent in one way. They say about 10 o'clock you should start winding down, so they kind of start turning things off. Now, of course, one of the awkward things, I always watch the news at 10 o'clock, um, so that takes me for half an hour or so at least, and it's stretching. they're stretching the programme now to more than 11 o'clock. So that's kind of when I end up um, doing things, but... Um, that's not part of the winding down. They're saying really you should turn everything off and sort of have a little quiet period when you're not actually watching anything on any little screen because that's the thing that keeps you going. Yeah. I mean, I see where that's coming from and why that would help. Why that would help, and I do actually think that's very good advice. Everyone should take that. So yeah, we probably can take something out of this. I did feel it has some useful stuff in there. Radio Verulam. Okay, so let's have a quick run through now. Um, we think the advice in here, in terms of how you deal with your sleep issues, is actually quite good, and having a routine, and some of those things about turning off all your devices about ten o'clock is quite good. And of course, if you do manage to get to sleep or into bed sort of about eleven o'clock, then you can get seven hours sleep into a respectable time the following morning okay that seems like a pretty sensible thing to do mm-hmm. so when you get up early is it before seven do you know what i just think that there's just not enough time in the day to do everything that you need to do sometimes don't, don't you ever get those times where you wake up and you think oh there's just no time to do everything well we've had a discussion before about lists haven't we and uh, people like you um, i are supposed so to do lists, lists. I do. I I have so many lists of things that I need to do, and it's just it's just taking over my brain. Well, I think that it is about planning and sort of you know thinking on Thursday I will do X, Y, and Z, and if I've done all those things, I might be able to squeeze a couple more things in. But basically, if I do those, I'll be satisfied. I've done this, mm-hmm. and then on Friday I've got to do this, and whatever. So it is a bit planning like that, and um, you have to be careful not to sort of regiment yourself too much, I suppose. But at the same time, it's quite good. You know what the important things are, you know, the sort of which one you need to do first, you know, which one's the big ones, which are the small jobs. And often it works by actually doing a whole bunch of small jobs first, even though they're not the priority. And they're out of the way and you don't have to worry about them. No, that just doesn't work for me because then I'll never get to doing the thing that I don't want to do. Yeah, that's... You know, when you, like, have that thing that you don't want to do and you just do everything else, well, you'll never get around to doing it. I know, that is one of those things, isn't it? It's like <clears throat> clearing out that drawer in your cupboard. You never get around to it. I don't want to do this project live. What do I do? <laughs> um, you remember you just were talking to your tutor. <laughs> oh, OK. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm so ready for it. I'm ready to submit tonight. There You're you go. just going to have to do it, yeah. When you get home, just send it off and then it's done. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Time to go now because we've run out of time again. I know. Well, um, tweet us, tell us what you think about the sleep and what sleep patterns you have on 
Twitter at RVJNCAP or on Facebook, RV The Generation Cap. That's right, thank you. And of course, um, I think we've got some sort of conclusion here that actually it's quite useful to look at these things and have some ideas about how your sleep pattern works. Plan how you do things and try and get a routine. That seems the answer. Just remember, your idea of your sleep patterns are the best ones. Yeah, and also that Claudia doesn't fit into any of the categories. I've been to all of them. (laughs) Okay, anyway, see you again next week, same time, 9 o'clock, Thursday evenings. Good night.